Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. If you've recently gone through a breakup, one of the things that you may have realized after doing it is that one of the best things that you can possibly do is go into this thing that we call no contact. However, there's a lot of confusion around what no contact is and how to do it. And a lot of women make some very common mistakes after working with hundreds of thousands of women going through uh, a whole bunch of different scenarios with them and many of them wanting to get back with their exes and getting back to with their exes. I found that there are some common patterns that you should or shouldn't do when you're using no contact. Hello, my name's Matthew Coast and I'm here doing the intro for Helena Hart. So thank you so much for having me. Here, Elena. Thank you for being here. Yes. And um, for everyone watching, sorry, I'm kind of losing my voice today. So Matt's going to do most of the talking. <laughs> but I actually personally asked Matt to come on and do a live stream with me specifically on this topic because I just couldn't believe um, going through some of the comments in uh, in the comment sections of some of my other videos here on YouTube, how many misconceptions there were around no contact. And you just see so many people doing it in all the wrong ways. And I am not actually an expert in this topic, but Matthew is. So let's jump in. We're going to be sharing seven major no contact mistakes that ruin your chances of getting back together and restarting your relationship. So one of the reasons why you want to do no contact in the first place, I'll just go ahead and get started on that mm -hmm. piece here, is that um, you don't want to fight back, right? A lot of times what women do when some when a guy, they get broken up with is they try to fight it, right? They're like mm. come up with reasons why they should stay together and it's not right. And, you know, he's given up on the relationship and all that kind of stuff. But when you do that, what happens when you, when you push against something, right? It, there's resistance to it. Whereas if, if something's coming towards you and you just let it go, you just give it space, it, it usually loses steam and will um, turn into something else. And so that's, that's really why you want to do no con. One of the reasons why you want to do no contact is you want to go along with it because it allows your ex to let go of some of that energy that he has so that you can change the direction of where he's going. Instead of moving towards that breakup, you can move him towards getting back together or whatever kind of scenario that you are looking to have. Let, let's get into some of these uh, mistakes that mm -hmm. women usually make Absolutely. when they're in no contact. So you've, you've figured out that no contact is one of the best things that you can do. And, and actually they've done studies on this and I've done my own studies on this. And what they've found out there is that if you do absolutely nothing, there's a 43% chance that your ex will just reach out back mm -hmm. to you at some point, right? <laughs> yes. So if you do nothing at all, right? there's a high probability chance that he's actually going to reach out to you and try to restart something himself just because all of a sudden there's this kind of gap that's created between mm -hmm. the two of you where all of a sudden he's, he's missing these needs, right? These emotional needs that he was getting through you. And so he starts missing you and he wants to go back towards you. And so if you do nothing at all, many times that's better than, 
trying to fix things and, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff that, that actually doesn't work and many times actually repels him or pushes him away. And sometimes it's counterintuitive just because of um, a whole bunch of different things. But so let's yeah. talk about the biggest mistakes here. Biggest mistake number one is just sitting around and sulking. And so you go into no contact. So you stop contacting him, right? That's what no contact means is that you're not contacting him anymore. And what a lot of times women will do, which is a big mistake is they'll start like pouting about it or they'll start sulking and they'll like get onto social media and talk about, you know, how bad their life is. And they'll spend all their time feeling really bad and falling into this deep pit of depression and despair until they feel like they can't get out of it. And they're just crying all the time. And I do think that there's a certain amount of emotion that's really important that you need to experience and that you need to get through. But there's, once you get to the other side of that, once you've kind of felt that, that emotion and kind of let go of it, what you really need to do is number one is change the meaning of what happened. So a lot of times the reason that we feel the pain in uh, Eastern uh, cultures, they actually have a saying where they say that there's two arrows whenever something painful happens to someone. And the first arrow is the arrow of pain. And the second arrow is the arrow of suffering. And mm -hmm. most people, um, they get hit by that arrow of pain and they, um, they turn it into an arrow of suffering, right? They like, they, they create the suffering around it because of the meaning that they create in their mind about it. Right. They usually say things like, you know, I'm not good enough. That's what they make it mean. Like mm. here's more evidence that I'm not really worthy, that I'm not really good enough for him, that I'm not really good enough to have a great relationship and to be with somebody great. I'm, you know, whatever, right. They come up with all that kind of stuff. And what you want to do is, consciously and intentionally shift the meaning, change the meaning that you create around that event and go from something around, I'm not good enough to, this is giving me an opportunity, right? Giving mm -hmm. me an opportunity to work on myself, an opportunity to, to grow as a human being, uh, to get involved in things that I've been putting off. It's creating a space for me to create a better life and grow and become a better person. And the second thing that you want to do is shift your focus. So instead of focusing on what was wrong and all the pain and why did this happen to me and am I not really worthy and all the things that end up coming into your head and they're natural things that come into people's heads mm -hmm. and instead focusing on what you want to create in your life, make your dreams of the future brighter than whatever happened in your past or whatever's happening right now in the moment. When you do that, all of a sudden you can, you can deal with whatever's going on right now. If you know that in the future, you're going to have a brighter future, there's going to be better things for you. You're opening up a space for, for not only you to be healthier and stronger and better, but also for you to get into a better relationship for you to think more, um, uh, create a better life for yourself, create more opportunities for yourself and, uh, create the life that you actually want to have. 
Amazing. I think that is so great. Yeah. So it's important to feel your feelings, of course, but then turn towards what you want rather than wallowing in the suffering. Like you mentioned, oh my gosh, I think that is so important. So absolutely. You want to keep um, going on with the content with this or do you, is there anything you want to say? If you're watching the replay, it's amazing how often men actually just come back around on their own. But often I see women making some of these mistakes we're going to be sharing here and it, it just, keeps him at arm's length. It just keeps him at a distance. So yeah, I'm really curious about hearing about some of these other mistakes, Matt. Right. And if you're, you know, going back to number one, if you're sitting around and sulking and he comes back, right. What, what is, what's attractive about that? Right. right. Like think, think about, you know, when you go and meet a guy, right. You meet a guy and, and he's all down and depressed, right. Are you like excited to be with him? Are you, you know, thinking about how great your life is going to be? You're, you're no, you're like, Oh my God, like, do I want to be with somebody who's like this right now? And so you want to be coming from a place where you're feeling fulfilled and strong and happy when you reconnect with him. And so you really need to shift your focus and shift the meaning that you have around the event so that you can come from a stronger, more empowered place so that he's far more attracted to you and thinking, Hey, what's going on with her? I thought she would be sulking and, you know, in this world of despair and pain, but she's like happier without me than she was when she was with me. What's going on here? Right. You want yeah. him to be a little bit confused about it and wondering why you're not doing what he thinks you should be doing. Right. Also, that's likely what attracted him, him to you in the first place, right? When you were feeling full and complete and happy within yourself. So, um, yeah, I think this is great. Let's continue with the content with this and we'll get to your questions at the end if we can. So type your questions into the live chat if you're watching us live. All right. Number two is doing no contact just because you're trying to get your ex back. And so a lot of times women will kind of do the no contact thing because they're, and they're just like sitting there and they've got their, you know, their, their phone out and they're just staring at it and they're like, okay, it's been three hours, you know, and they're like, okay, you know, and they're just waiting, you know, for, for something to happen. And, and like what I talked about before, if you do nothing, there's a good chance that he's eventually going to come back. But if you don't deal, like usually the reason that a breakup happened is because there's some kind of underlining thing that happened in the relationship, right? Either uh, one, he wasn't getting all of his needs met. And so he felt like he wanted to go somewhere else or get out of the relationship or two. And, and this is usually the biggest one is that there was so much pain to being in the relationship that he decided to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so what you want to do is figure out what was going on there, you know, and just, just be introspective. Don't, you know, uh, go crazy about it, but you want to think about like, you know, what happened, you know, what was my role in this? What were his complaints about what was going on? How can I, you know, come from a stronger place, a better place, you know, when either I end up getting back together with him or I get into a new relationship with someone else. And, a lot of times what happens is we have, we, we all have like insecurities and issues and things from our childhood that sometimes aren't healed and whatnot. And so uh, a lot of this time is usually best spent by healing yourself and growing and becoming a better version of yourself and just figuring out what was going on 
that you know you can you have control over right there's some things that you don't have any control over at all right because he might it might have been an issue with him right mm -hmm. maybe he yeah. has his own insecurities and his issues and all that kind of stuff and there's not usually a whole lot you can do about that he's going to have to fix that if there's anything that's going to change but there also might be something going on with you and and so uh you know, one thing that I've learned, at least in my life, is that the pain in our lives, it's, it's not designed to make us suffer. It's designed to motivate us into action to do something new or challenge us to grow. Mm. Right? So a yeah. lot of people, they take that pain and they're like, oh, I'm in this pain and they get caught up in it and they get wrapped up in it. And it's, it's all about that pain. And instead, what you want to do is, is like what we're talking about with number one, which is just creating this new life for yourself, you know, creating that brighter future, going towards that brighter future and healing yourself, you know, creating a separate identity. I talk a lot about this in the, in the restart your relationship program, creating a separate identity from him, because that's what takes you out of that pain right? And puts you into this world of feeling stronger. It's from uh, something that's called the law of identification, which talks about uh, the more that we identify with something else, the more attached we become to that thing. And so if you re-identify with yourself and your identity of who you are as a person and start creating habits and doing things that remind you of who you are as a human being, you'll, uh, detach from him and you'll start creating your own separate identity, which will allow you to come from a stronger place, a healthier place and not feel like you're so attached and you need to make something happen right now. And so that's really what you want to focus on. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Yeah. It's what I talk about all the time. I love what you said too. The pain is an opportunity to grow and to connect with what you want. So absolutely. You don't want to just like block off your feelings. That's you want to feel what's coming up in you. And often I found that when you actually let yourself feel what you're actually feeling, you can move through it much faster. You're not constantly resisting it and then trying to make something happen with the guy because you're trying to fill this void or alleviate anxiety or the pain you're experiencing. So I think this is great. It sounds like this is resonating with everyone. Do you want to keep going with the, with the rest of these mistakes? Yep. Number three, let's talk about mistake. Number three is breaking no contact, right? <laughs> so usually, usually women do this uh, to check in with a guy to see if he's had enough time and space yet. Right. Cause they're like, they're, you know, cause the, if you go out there and you hear about no contact, there's a whole bunch of different rules. There's a whole bunch of different things. Um, and so a lot of times what women will do is they're like, well, I don't know which one it is. Should I wait 15 days? Should I wait 25 days? Should I wait a month? Should I wait three months? Right. And so what they end up doing is they like reach out to him and they're like, are you good yet? Do you want to talk yet? Right. Like what's going on with you? You know, and, and what ends up happening is they end up uh, getting disappointed by the answer that they get from the guy. Right. And they sometimes will get sucked into things with him again. And then, you know, they find out that he's not really interested yet. And so then they get back into the despair and then it becomes this cycle that they repeat over and over again. It's just a, a cycle of pain. And so you don't want to end up in the cycle of pain. And instead, what you want to do is let him reach out to you. Um, or once you get to the wholeness break point is what, what I talk about. Mm, in the yeah. Um, generally speaking, there it, it can it you know depends on how long you guys were together 
and how you felt about the relationship before you broke up, which really determines when it makes sense to really reach out to him. I talk about a 25 day rule in the, in the program, but that's like absolute minimum really. Mm. And what you want to do is you want to wait until you get to a place where you're feeling strong and whole and complete again, where you feel like if you reach out to him and you don't get the response back that you want, that you won't be devastated by it, mm -hmm. right? That's really where you want to be. And once you get there, then it's, it's, um, you're, it's a far more, um, you're far more likely to connect with him and get the responses that you want than if you're coming from a place of neediness and I got to figure out mm -hmm. what's going on. I got to be, you know, it's just, yeah. you don't want to come from that place. Yeah. You know, yeah. Strong and confident and whole. So important. Um, did this answer your question? We, I got some questions about how long to do no contact. So I think what I'm hearing you say, Matt, is rather than having it be like a set number of days, it's this wholeness break point you're talking about. Meaning when you, uh, when you reach a point where if you uh, send a response, you're not going to be devastated if you don't get a response back that you're hoping for. When you're at that place, you can really do anything. I've found if you're not attached to the outcome or the result or your mood or emotional state or how you feel about yourself, is not tied so closely to what this man is doing or not doing is what I'm kind of hearing you say. Right. So I think that's. Important. Yeah. And, and usually what that it depends on you, too. Right. So if you're because some women, they'll they're trying to get back with a guy and they didn't even have a connection to begin with, but they're coming from a place of you know, kind of this wounded child or whatever inside of them. And so they're, you know, trying to latch on to this guy and really what they need to do is the healing work completely, mm -hmm. right? Or, um, you know, depending on how long you've been in a relationship, what I found is that if a woman's been in a relationship for less than six months, you know, somewhere between 25 and 30 days is usually a good amount of time for her. But if she's been in a relationship for longer than that, it, it's usually a bit longer than that. Like it's usually um, can take up to three months to four months, something like that of being in no contact. And it really, like I said, a lot of it depends on you. Yeah, I was going to say, if if someone is, I see some questions about like, if they were, they were just dating, like if it was, like you said, less than six months, and it wasn't really a relationship to begin with, would you, would you suggest this no contact thing? Or is this just for if you've broken up with someone and you want to get back together? I think probably be helpful to clarify that too. Yeah. So no contact more than anything is, is about being in a real relationship and going through a breakup. A lot of times we have women that are like, uh, they, they like, you know, went on a date with a guy. Right. And then mm -hmm. they're like, okay, I'm in no contact. Right. And it's like, <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like you guys weren't in a relationship, you know, he wasn't even emotionally tied to you at all. And so the, the deeper of emotional attachment and connection that he had with you to begin with uh, determines what the likelihood is that you guys are going to be able to get back together. Whereas if he went on one date with you and he was like, oh, I'm not into this girl at all. And he never had that emotional connection there ever. It's going to be really, really difficult for you to uh, get back together based on um, what we're talking about here. Right. Instead, uh, there's shorter term tactics that you'll want to use. Um, I have a program called the forever woman where mm -hmm. I, I have a for, infamous forward text message. Yeah. 
that you can send out. Everybody, everybody's talking about it. I was actually, I do seminars and I did a seminar um, a little while back where a woman during the seminar, actually, I was telling her about the four word text and she sent it out during the, um, during the seminar. And a couple hours later, she was like, she was like, Hey, you know, how long am I supposed to be waiting until he, and then she was like, Oh my God, he sent me a text back. Right. And she, she hadn't talked to this guy. And I, I think it was like two months or something like that. And, um, it, so it, it really depends. Right. But she was yeah. in one of those dating scenarios. Right. Where right. It makes a lot more sense that, you know, they weren't in a relationship. And so you can do this, but it, it's kind of overkill. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't really necessarily need to do all of this, right? Going into no contact, like, okay, we were dating for two weeks. So now I'm going to wait a month until I talk to him. You don't necessarily need to do that. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, let, let's go over the mistake. The yeah. Mistake. Yeah. We don't want to go. I think it's <laughs> another thing I see all the time too, is like people who are in a relationship, they haven't even broken up and they're saying, Oh, I'm in no contact. And I'm like, this isn't part of a healthy relationship. So that's why we wanted to clarify this. Okay. So the next one is number four. I think we're on number four. So number four is ignoring him when he reaches out. So you don't oh want to. Gosh, so good. And, and this is actually, this is actually something that I've heard other dating coaches talk about where they talk about ignoring a guy and my suggestion I, in none of my materials ever anywhere that you'll ever see in anything that I talk about, I never talk about ignoring a guy mm -hmm. unless you absolutely never want to talk to him again. Because totally agree. think about it, right? Think about if you are, you broke up with somebody and you reach out to them and then they ignore you. How would that make you feel? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It would make you feel like, um, he's like, he doesn't care about you. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it'll make you feel like you're hurt or rejected by him. And so you don't want him to feel that way, right? You don't want to cause more pain onto him. The only guys, cause there's this thing out there. I, I can't remember how it goes, but it's, uh, like, Oh, it's, if you want to uh, treat him mean to keep them keen or something like that. And it's a really catchy phrase, right? It, basically it's what it, what it's saying is treat him like trash and, uh, you know, like hurt him and he'll keep coming back. And, and that actually does work for low self-esteem men, right? If he yeah. does not value yeah. himself at all, that does work, right? Hurting men who don't value themselves will make them come back and try harder. But if he values himself and you hurt him, he's going to walk away. Absolutely. And he's go somewhere where he's not going to be treated badly because that's not what high value men want. They don't want to be treated value uh, badly. They want to be valued and respected and loved. And they want to feel like they're special and important and amazing, just, just like you probably do. And so it's important that you don't, you don't ignore him. Um, instead, just talk to him, right? You, you want to be cautious and you want to be hesitant about what he's doing and you want him to uh, work to get you back. But at the same time, you, you, um, you, you don't want to ignore him. Just don't ignore him. Totally agree. I agree a hundred percent. I get that all the time that people think they're that that's being in your feminine energy. He texts me and I ignored him, but really deep down, they still want the guy they want him back. So they're not being authentic. It's just a bad idea all around. I I'm totally in agreement there. Obviously you guys should probably know that if you've seen some of my other videos, yes, I think that's so, so crucial. You want to move on to the next one? Sure. 
Number five is telling him that you're doing no contact, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes guys will reach out to women and they'll be like, they'll be like, sorry, I can't talk. You know what I mean? They're like, sorry, I can't talk to you right now. I'm in no contact with you. You know, and this is, which, which I get, right? You want to be honest. You want to, you know, you don't want to play games or anything like that. But that actually does the exact opposite of what you want it mm -hmm, to do, mm -hmm. right? Because what it does is it makes him feel like you're playing a game, right? He's like, why is she doing no contact with me? And then it makes him cautious, right? It makes him start interpreting everything as if it's a game. And, you know, you, you want him to be curious about you, but not certain that you're doing some kind of crazy technique on mm -hmm, him, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want him to feel that way about you. And the other thing that I want to say about this is don't tell your friends about it either. Because mm. a lot of times what ends up happening is if your friends are in contact with him at all, or they reach out to him at all, which sometimes that's what friends do, right? Because they care about you and they see you in pain and they're like, hey, can you, can you just go talk to Sally for a little bit? Because, you know, she's in this no contact thing with you and, and she, you know, she really cares about you. So please just talk to her. Right. And. So you don't want to tell your friends about it either. Instead, hmm. just keep that part to yourself. And if, um, you know, somebody asks you about it or he asks you or, you know, whatever, just say that you're busy with whatever new thing that's going on in your life. Right. So when we talk about no contact, we're talking about creating this life, right? Creating this exciting, amazing life that uh, a guy will want to be a part of. And so, you want to be doing those things, right? Going and starting new hobbies and doing other things that excite you and that make you feel like you're alive and that you're, you, you have a, an interesting and valuable life that you're actually designing and creating for yourself. And when you do that, what ends up happening is people, you know, he'll start looking at you like what, what I talked about before. And you'll be like, why isn't she sulking in a corner? Instead, she's like happy and excited and doing all kinds of interesting things with her life. Like what's going on there? And so that's, that's what you want to do. Yes. Okay. I, by the way, I don't know any of these until Matt shares them. So I'm hearing these for the first time as well. That one actually made me laugh for some reason. That just cracked me up. I, cause it's so true. It's so, so true. Yeah. I get those questions all the time. Do I tell a man what I'm doing? Like, do I need to explain this to him? So I think everything you said was perfect. Yeah. What, what's the next one? The next one is jumping into another relationship. This is number six, jumping mm -hmm. into another relationship to make your ex jealous. Oh my gosh. And wow. yeah. uh, this is not the time to go on a rebound, like jumping into a situationship or kind of some, some kind of hookup thing is it's not a good idea right now. Instead, you want to do some healing, right? This, this usually doesn't end well for you or the guy that you're newly seeing. And it definitely doesn't, and well, if you're trying to make your ex jealous, because this is not the way to make your ex jealous, right? This is the way to make him start questioning your values as a human being and whether he actually wants to be in a relationship with someone like you or not. Um, and so you don't want to do that. Instead, you, you need some time to heal. And if you want to make your ex jealous, focus on making him jealous of the amazing new life that you're living and posting those photos on your social media account. So do that instead, right? If you want him to be jealous, make him jealous of, of how good of a life that you have when, when you're, 
you know, living your life, when you're living your, your full life. That way, when you guys get back together or when you end up meeting up, right, you talk to each other and you go on a, on a new date or whatever, and you guys are sitting across from each other, you can sit there and be like, man, you know, one thing that I realized from this breakup that we had is that I wasn't, I wasn't living my best life. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and what I ended up, what this caused me to go and do is start doing all these things that I, I hadn't been doing in my life that I wanted to do. And I'm not even sure that I want to get back into a relationship, you know, and coming from that space, all of a sudden he starts going, wait a second. Like what's going on here? And maybe, you know, I want, you know, if he has any desire to get back together with you, then what you're doing is flipping the script around and making it so that he has to convince you that he is good enough to be with you in your new life, your mm -hmm. new, exciting, amazing life that you have. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. I have so much to say on that, but I wanted to get to this last one. We want to get to your questions too, but I think that's perfect. I mean, doing anything to make a guy jealous, to make him try to make him feel the way you want him to feel about you will backfire every time. I've just seen it happen over and over. So super important. Yeah. What's that last mistake you wanted to share, Matt? So the last one is number seven, and that is a very common one. And I know that everybody's going to relate to this, which is overanalyzing everything right? Overthinking things, overanalyzing things. And this usually looks like overanalyzing what happened or what's happening right now. And usually you'll, you'll say things like, what does it mean? And, you know, looking back at things and like beating yourself up about it. And, you know, oh, I should have done this and I should have been there and I should have, you know, should have, should have, should have. You start shouldn't all over yourself and you start thinking, you know, what is he thinking? What is he doing? You know, what's going on with him? And you like get onto his social media and you start stalking him and figuring out what he's doing and who he's hanging out with and all that kind of stuff, right? Is that a girl, you know, who's taking this photo of him right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Is he going to contact me just going over into overanalyzing, overthinking mode where you're just trying to, you know, figure out uh, what's going on with him and all that kind of stuff. And, and instead what you want to do, like what we've been talking about this entire time is focusing on living your best life, living a life that, that makes you proud, living a life that makes you confident and makes you feel good about yourself and is fulfilling and rewarding to you. That's what you should be doing during this time. Love it. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. I'm loving all this super authentic advice. It's right in line with everything I teach. Mistake number one is sitting around and sulking. Number two is doing no contact just to get your ex back. Um, number three is breaking the no contact rule. Number four is ignoring him when he reaches out. Don't suggest that. Number five is telling him you're doing no contact, which just makes him feel like you're playing a game with him. Number six is jumping into another relationship in order to try to make him feel jealous about you, which 100% of the time is going to backfire on you, what you're trying to do, all that kind of stuff. Number seven is overanalyzing everything, getting stuck in your head and just you know, getting crazy about it. So amazing. Oh my gosh. These are, so, those are so good. Like I said, I didn't learn these until you said them right now, just along with everybody else. So I think that's great. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you and cherishes you visit the forever right now.